It's Sports Arena and it's Extreme Palooza. <laughs> I've had that in my head for a couple I've had it for a couple of weeks now. I've been planning that. I was gonna do it last week, but I got nervous. But if I peek too early, it'll ruin it. But um, of course it is Extreme Rewind, your weekly look at the world of extreme as we look at episode one all the way to four oh one of ECW Hardcore TV and every pay-per-view and special in between. And it is pay-per-view week. It is one of Jay's favourite Paloozas, but can it become his favourite Palooza? Um, as I said, I'm joined by Jay. How are you doing, Jay? I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Um, I know I've kept this a little bit secret and I'm sorry, but um, I do love a Palooza. I feel I can admit that now, now that we're here. Now we're a Palooza. I do love a Palooza. Oh, um, I think we just need to dive in with Wrestlepalooza. Yes. Jump in a Palooza. Wrestlepalooza. Jump in a Palooza. Wrestlepalooza 1998 ECW. Uh, the show kicks off with Supernova and the Blue Meanie versus the FBI, Little Guido and Tracy Smothers. First and foremost, rest in peace, Tracy Smothers. Very sad news coming out today that he's passed. Yeah, I mean, he's been um, battling with cancer for, for a long time and um, had the fight of someone who you'd expect to, you know, from Tracy Smothers in his battle against cancer. Uh, you know, a, a, a really interesting and bizarre career. Um you know, spent some nights shoot wrestling a bear um, in in some of his matches. Um, so yeah, I mean, just just go out your way, Google Tracy Smothers and listen to him on various podcasts telling his stories because the man the man just had some amazing stuff going on. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, that's a great time. Obviously, we saw him. Obviously in ECW, but also we saw him live in one PW quite a few times. Where we did him, him and Meanie had some hilarious sort of dance off some moments. Uh, he was in Southern Comfort with um, was it Hamrick and Carino? So yeah, yeah, it was, it's, it's some good times. So yeah, rest in peace, Tracy. But um, he kicks off the show here, and I have to say it's a really fun match. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, um, it's um, it's their better one of the ones that we've seen. Um, yeah, you know they got a bit of time. They got they got almost ten minutes. Yeah, I think in the past I've been very critical about ECW pay per views first the matches about I don't think it you know kicks it off properly, and I felt this one did kick it off properly. You had known people. You had. Yeah, decent sort of heels and um, over sort of characters coming up, fired up. I think this is the best Nova match we've seen so far. Yeah. I think that's fair. He looked very pumped to be on pay-per-view and was was um, putting out all the stops. And yeah. uh, we've been leading up saying how they're meant to be a fired up team, but they're losing every week. And this week they do pick up the win. Um, Nova hitting the Nova Kane. Um, and yeah, all in all, I, I thought it was a decent opener. I, I thought so too. I mean, it's a very weird crowd, and I couldn't tell whether it was a very weird crowd because it was a weird crowd, or it was a weird crowd because of miking and because of WWE dubbing. Yeah, I, I find the network always confuses things, especially through 
intros, it's it's kind of hard to tell who's over. Yeah, you lose because you, you always re- you rely on the pop a lot, especially in things like ECW. You know, like stupid things like Candido going back and changing his music. When like back in black hits, does he get a pop for doing it? You don't. It's so hard to sort of gauge those things. But um, yeah, great opening match. Really was, yeah. Uh, off, off to a flyer. I think so. Second match we kick off with just incredible versus Mikey Whitbrick. Obviously, we've spoken about this in the past weeks. Um, I didn't mind this. I, I, I felt like. And I say with a lot of them, really, everyone seems very fired up for this pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Um, there seemed there seemed a real spring in everyone's steps. Yeah, I mean, I, I I liked the match as a whole. Um, I think some of it they do fall into the trap, especially when you've got people who are fighting in a in a bit of a feud. They they fall into the trap of, of very similar spots. So some of the best. Spots here we saw we we'd had already seen. Um, yeah, you kind of know that Jason and Chastity are going to get involved, and then Jason and Chastity are both going to get whippersnappers. Yeah, um, agreed. And that I guess is my problem in the sense that you've seen this ending now a number of times. Um, uh, but it was it was it was a it was a solid match. I still still have issues with the fact that you know Mikey Whipwreck's the upset kid who might be able to 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 pull something off, bless him, and maybe could just win one. You're like, motherfucker is your triple crown champion. Yeah, like I said before, like he, in some of these belts he's held multiple times, so it's it's hard to sort of still go in this. But um, yeah, just incredible did pick up the win, obviously. You can say because of the influence, uh, interference even, he sort of got distracted to a point, so he was able to sort of pick it up. But um, it, it was good. I'm ready for the feud to be over now, in the sense that Justin's sort of moving so fast that I think it is time to push him forward to whatever the next stage is yeah. for him. Um, and it would be good for Mikey to get a fresh feud as well, because I feel like, similar to what we've said about the Sandman, um, be interesting to find Mikey's situation at the moment because he, he's just he's just getting beaten the shit out of every week. He's he's very similar to Spike Dudley, yeah. In, in the sense that he's just getting absolutely sort of dominated, and um, that was never really his thing. He would sort of always be dominated, but somehow sort of fluke a win or something. At the moment, now he's just getting sort of leg broken and all this other sort of jazz, and it's a bit. Um, yeah, I'm up for sort of a resurgence for him and see how it sort of works out. Yeah. But maybe. entertaining match all the same. Absolutely. Um, the, the next whole bit I found like very confusing. So Axel and Balls interrupt <laughs> Joey Styles. At, like I, I call it the Eagle's Nest, even though it's not the arena, but the same, the upstairs commentary kind of area. Yeah. They say they want a tag team title match. Now, I thought Axel did a good promo here. I think his promo skills have been really sort of underrated, uh, even by us, sort of mocking the, I know you hear me, daily promo in the future. But um, I didn't understand because I, I thought about four weeks ago it was announced they had a title shot at the pay-per-view. Yeah, which is why they've been feuding. 
So I don't know how we've suddenly got to the pay-per-view and they don't have a, a title match. I mean, it gets worse. So, yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's a really good point. Um, you're judging us. You're, you're, we, want it, we want a match and we want a match now. Yeah, I mean, so they, they come out, they cut promo, so they want, I thought it was a good promo. Like I said, uh, Storm and Candido come out, same thing again, they both come out. Candido walks back, then comes out to his music. They announce some Lance and Candido. Candido, Candido kicks off, so they announce this Candido and Lance. Uh, that's all fair. Um, no hesitation. They basically yeah, you want a title match? Let's go. Which is like, okay, weird for this team who don't get along. Yeah. You know, I would have preferred it almost Lance Storm came out. Yeah. And said, we're not scared of anyone. Come down. And then sort of they start fighting and Candido almost sort of comes out. Like, Has to come out and doing? save his partner because of... Family. Yeah, what, what are you doing? Why, we don't want to fight these guys. Are you mental? And he's like, no, we're not scared of anyone. We're he goes, no. So it would have been, you're not showing tension here. It's very bizarre. Yeah, I mean... So they both came out together and said, yeah, come get it. You, you would have thought that you've got Lance Storm doing the, you know, you're right, you've, you've, you're, you're the number one contender. This is only fair we give you a title shot. So come down here and you can have your title shot. And then Candido doing the cowardly heel bit. Um, but yeah, then both just kind of being real kind of stand-up fighting champions is weird. Um, <clears throat> the other bit that was really weird was, you know, we're here and we're ready and... Oh, you want us to come down and fight you? We'll come down and fight you. Motherfucker, you called them out. They've answered you. Well, yeah. Why are you now answering yeah. I, I just feel like they sort of went out of all the power. They lost all the power. Um, they got into this match. Again, I thought Axel looked good in this match. Yes. Candido looked um, amazing as always. Storm. always. Everyone looks pretty. Yeah, everyone looks pretty... Um, Decent. I thought Axel was um, getting pushed. Um, obviously, we spoke about this about them never getting a rain, and obviously, to me, this felt like the night to pull the trigger. Um, I I would have put it on them when they were facing the FBI a couple of weeks, a uh, couple of months ago. Um, yeah, true. But I it I just felt like they've come out, they've called out the champions and say we want our shot. The champions have come out and said, "Come get your shot." Then. So they've gone down there and got beaten. Yep. It kind of really, it puts them right to the back of the pecking order, in my opinion. And looked as if there was dissension between them. Yeah, it was, it was really, really bizarre. I mean, I know we do get new champions, I think, in the next couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, I find it... Um, sort of slightly slightly bizarre how this all sort of sort of panned out and after the match um, Candido grabs sort of both the belts oh Sunny appeared again as well that's important for yes she runs things. out so yeah she runs out for whatever reason <clears throat> and um, yeah so Candido had the belts and Storm sort of shoved him and took both the belts off of him um, again, fun match. I was just a bit confused by the uh, ending. We yeah. then had Joey Styles in the ring. And um, they, they just brought out some legends. JYD, uh, Dick Slater, Mark Superstar and Bob Armstrong. Again, four people you could throw on the didn't know were in ECW. Yeah. 
You know, whether it's a legend spot or what, I didn't know JYD ever appeared in ECW. No, um, I mean, this is they're in Atlanta, um, yeah, uh, they're in Cobb County, um, made famous by the, the Boss Man song. Um, uh, but yeah, it's um, uh, Atlanta, so it's kind of some of the, 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 the more famous old school Atlanta wrestlers, um, which is which you know. It, it, Nice touch. Um, not sure. I kind of, kind of goes with what they do, I guess. But yeah, it, it was a nice, nice enough touch. Yeah, I, I thought so. Like I said, it was, it made sense, but sort of confusing all the same. Um, Shane Douglas comes to the ring and cuts his uh, promo. He does, and. It's so bizarre because I feel like you're facing our snow in like an hour, say. Like why is any of this happening? Yeah. Why, why have your champion come out earlier in the show and sort of lose that sort of champion's appearance, like pop type deal? You know, it's sort of, there's something really quiet. It might just be me. I think there's something. So when you go to a wrestling show and you have people you're desperate to see when the music hits for the first time. And we've, we've been to like um, shows where they've done like tapings, like Impact, for example. That we've, we've been one where they've done like, say, two Impact tapings in a row. And the first time like Sting's music hits, you, you go mental. Or we went, yeah, we went to a nitro where they had the um, the lethal lottery tournament thing, yeah. didn't they, all night. The first time Sting's music hits or whatever, everyone goes mental because it's the first time. But by like, the third, fourth time his music hits, you're still excited, but it's it's not the same. Was it Sting and Scott and I find Stein, that a bit like, I think it was, yeah. I think it was November 20th or something. Just watch on the network. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. It's, it, it's, it is one of those kind of diminishing return elements. Um, but it's, I just find it very weird that the champion would come out and do a promo uh, in the middle of the yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, they, they obviously want to make sure the live cr- crowd know that he's fucked. That he's got a broken cheek, a broken palate, a... a, a an arm that needs surgery, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it is very much about how he's a fight. And, and I guess this is the other problem is super babyface promo. Yeah, massively. Um, but again, like not getting to it, but super babyface ending. But um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so all this sort of happens. And he sort of cuts the promo. Taz basically comes out, says, oh, you're in that other company where that person was injured that time and handed you the belt. Well, you're injured. I want you to hand me the belt. Which is a a fine thing, apart from the fact that Shane Douglas has already referenced that. As part of Shane Douglas's thing, it was, you know, God's not, you know, Shawn Michaels, I was, I was going to stretch him and he got knocked on the head and gave up and gave me the belt. And at that point, I lost all faith, all, all, all um, uh, respect for the belt. Um, so he's kind of owned that. So for then Taz to come out and do the same conversation, 
just felt really weird because it's kind of well you're, you're not expecting him to because he's just told you he's not going to but it was a really kind of baby face and you know god damn it i'm going to give it my all and at the end of the day you know whatever happens and whether this is my last match you will be able to tell uh, grandkids say. that you saw the franchise and the franchise gave you a show yeah it did feel like this might be the last time you see the franchise but I'm going to do everything I can. And it, it's the way it kind of came across the whole time. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. So it's a weirdly, I just don't know why they went for that. Weirdly baby face promo in the middle of we've, we've, the card. Where, we've spent ages where we talk about these doing the whole face or hill. Yep. And this felt like a face or hill segment because I know Taz has got a whole, you know, well, he's meant to be great. He's meant to be the, the tweener. Yeah, I, I get that, but it was a real like he's attacking an injured man, demanding a like what? What is that? Is not yeah. What is this? Say, so hand me the belt, even though he's you know there's another challenger later on. And also, uh, you know, he's not yeah, for... beaten. He's not beaten Shane Douglas for the championship. He he no. he broke his arm, maybe. But he's not beaten Shane Douglas for the championship. So it's not as if it's kind of like, you know, it's not it's not as if it's kind of, you know, bam, bam, Bigelow, you never, you know, you, you I beat you, you tapped out, you never beat me, I beat you, so hand me back my belt. It's, it's hey, guy who I've not had a match with in however many years, um, I should have that. Yeah, and then uh, Bam Bam came out to brawl with Taz. Yes. And uh, apart from potentially saving it for a bigger event, I guess, there was zero reason why this rematch wasn't on this card. Zero reason. There's zero reason why Taz is not on this card. Yeah, I mean, it felt like this segment was purely just to get Taz on this card. Yeah. Um, and like I said, squaring up to there's a no reason why Shane Douglas. Yeah, and there's no reason why he couldn't have been involved in anything. He could have had a two-minute squash match or walk-in, stu- you know, like I say, stunner, um, suplex, gone. But yeah, so that happened. Um, this leads to Bam Bam Big Lay versus New Jack. Yeah, so Bam Bam's out in the ring and he's kind of pacing and he's he's calling out Taz, you know, come break my arm, come break my arm. So bad, come break my arm, which I, I kind of liked. But again, face or heel. Um, yeah. And, and he's interrupted and looks very perplexed because New Jack's music hits. And it turns out that New, New Jack is coming out for a fight. Except that's not a surprise because, again, that was announced two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, 100%. It's, um, I just, yeah, I mean, don't be wrong. I was excited for this match. I enjoyed this match. Um, New Jack got the shit kicked out of him in this match. I mean, I, I literally thought it was dead at the end. Yeah, I mean, he had to I be mean, carried. He, he he was just absolute dead weight. If it was that, if that was a different wrestler who couldn't just lift him up, that was that was Scott Bigelow the bouncer, not Scott Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. That was the bouncer taking out some 
fucked up drunk dude who'd passed out and just manhandling him all right yeah. out because that was just out and out just pick him up on your shoulders carry him out dump him out yeah no it's a really um really really bizarre match i felt i mean i'm, I'm guessing new jack must uh, it felt like he got a concussion or something yeah. during this match yeah i mean that that table dive something kind happened of fucked him up didn't it that, that last dive where he kind of yeah hit the guitar yeah. was it guitar yeah, but even that, getting up the stairs to yeah, get to was, That's true. He was, he was already running. So you could see Bam Bam sort of worked him over there, was looking up to see the guitar over there, you know, and then sort of like failed to allow him to get over there. Then about two minutes later, it cut over, expecting to see New Jack walking at the top, and he's just laying at the bottom of the stairs. I mean, he's so out of it. You, with, security, yeah. with security trying to pick him up to get him up there, and you think, oh, wow. I mean, if he just... Right, this is crazy. Burst into song. You 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 would have gone with it because he's just so just dizzy. You know, suddenly Yeah, and it's a shame. Bladder and getting and walking in the rain or whatever. Just yeah, just done. And it's such a shame because this was like you know, the, the coming out party of the solo New Jack career. This is this is his first big singles match, yes. really against a massive opponent on pay-per-view, this sort of should have been the sort of boom. Here he is. And it and, feels um, yeah, like it should have been a, a New Jack win, apart from the fact that they just couldn't get it, so they went home. It almost feels like an audible, because for, for New Jack to fly off, hit him with a guitar, Bam Bam to stagger around a little bit, and then basically just pick him up and carry him into the ring. Yeah. No, it just felt um, weird. But yeah, Bam Bam did, did get the win. With and, the safest um, greetings from Asper Kark you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, he obviously like, is protecting care of him. I mean, his head was maybe a foot and a half above Bam yep. Bam's legs, let alone the floor above Bam Bam's legs. He was so looked after. Oh, big time. But, um, yeah, I'm guessing Bam Bam goes back to Taz now. And um, we see what happens to um, New Jack, sort of where he fits in with it all. Um, we then get Sandman and Tommy Dreamer versus the Dudley boys. Uh, what do you think of this one? Uh, I don't think it was anything special, to be honest. It was it was fine. Um I don't understand why you bring the Sandman out if you're then going to do the injury angle and he can't participate. It just felt like four superstars kind of plodding Five. at the moment. They're all waiting for their next angle. So when, when it could have been six, an angle. Yeah, I suppose it was the whole Dudley family. Because Spike's but, um, interruption yeah. was... Yeah, true. But they could have done, they could have just gone for a six man, just had sort of Dreamer, Tommy and Spike versus sort of the Big Dick and all that. I don't know, it just would have had some sort of gang war thing. But yeah, it just yeah, felt like. Uh, to that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't Maybe know. That's the headline of the next pay per view. Yeah, uh, and it's the thing, it, was a, it wasn't a. There was nothing new to it, there was nothing resolved in it there was nothing really 
escalated in it. So Spike got involved and Big Dick Dudley got involved. However, they've been getting involved a million times. So it felt a really samey match that we've seen from these all the way through. Why they've suddenly made Sandman this really, um, you know, delicate guy just gets laid out by everyone. I mean, you know, Bueller McGill take, takes better beatings than, than he does at the moment. Um, yeah, his positioning is so strange. I mean, obviously we spoke about he goes to WCW this year, but um, yeah, so, so crazy. Really is. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I'd agree. I was really disappointed with this match because these four, I really thought would have been a, a barn burner, but um, it just didn't massively deliver. But um, Sam and Dreamer did pick up the win. Yeah. Uh, which is completely different to the next match, which was a complete barn burner. This was the ECW World Television Championship match. RVD champion versus Sabu. Obviously, the build for this has been pretty good. Um even when we were talking about it on Twitter this week, Sabu was getting involved in the conversation, sort of joking, saying, spoiler, I won, and all this sort of stuff. So they're, they're still loving talking about it now. And um, it lived up to the hype. We, we, we threw it out there on Instagram and on Twitter about memories of this show. And I would say pretty much everyone turned around and said, best memory is this match. Yep. And um, I can see why. It's um, haven't seen them in a one-on-one for a long time, and they had their little respect angle, which we won't talk about. But this is, um, I thought this is. But I, I think that they've really, you know, you can see how much time they've spent together since that match because that match was good. But I, I, I disliked the respect angle, but I liked the match. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're just just the chemistry, just the you know. I, I'm sometimes quite hard on Sabu matches because I think they're either um, beautifully choreographed or car crash. I thought the Yao Snow one, for instance, was car crash. This one, just the spots came off, you know, even the ones that didn't work quite well, you forgave. It just, my only, only issue with this match, and it's only very rare I bump into this, but my only issue with this match is it's a 20-year-old match. I'm going to know it went to a time limit draw. And that stopped me yeah. biting on the near falls and everything else because I knew what the outcome was. And, you know, it's something we fight against because we are reviewing 20 years old wrestling that we have loved for 20 years. So, you know, spoilers, we know what comes next with Taz and we know who beats Shane Douglas and, you know, all of these things. Um, and usually I can put that away, but but for this one, it just it just kept me back from from being able to immerse myself fully. But my God, it was a fantastic match. Yeah, no, it was. I thought it was absolutely um, amazing match. I really did. Um, I, was, I was really impressed. I think lived up to hype. I think they, they both pulled out an absolute blinder with this. And uh, 
if you had to go check one match from the card, I'd say this is probably the match. I mean, you know, even down to the beginning where RVD, that you got uh, Jeff Jones as the referee, and RVD's um, uh, suddenly does this thing where it's like, ah, because they do kind of like the, the run and the stop and the run and the stop and the run and the stop, and um, uh, RVD's kind of kind of promo for you know we fooled you all. This is you know we're we're friends, we're partners, we're not going to fight, blah blah blah, and they seem to turn on the referee, throw him into the corner. Uh, RVD gets down on all fours for Sabu to to jump straight off. RVD run uh, Sabu runs up as he always does, but instead of vaulting off of RVD, just kicks him in the jaw, and that's the start of the match. And even down to bits like that is just just so well done. Yeah, no, it's um, so impressive. And we've gone from so impressive to. Um, the main event to so um we get yeah very busy we get we get a brief promo from Shane Douglas and now Snow before basically just hyping up the match which is weird because he's sort of about to see the match so you don't the video package How is fine but this feel is all... about the Al Snow promo because this was um, earnest this was earnest Al Snow this wasn't head got a, like a, a little bit at the end but this was saying Al Snow. This was, you know, I've been in this business for 16 years and in 16 years I have finally got to the point where I'm headlining a show and it's taken a long time and if you think I'm going to let go of it easily and, you know, this is my dream and I've been working for this and you are the franchise and you've done it but you've done it and I'm here and I've finally got here and if you think I'm not taking this chance seriously, if you think I'm not going to do this, it's taken me 16 years to get here. By the way, headset too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I felt it should have been him arguing with Head and this promo would have worked. Yeah. Him saying, I've been busted my ass. What do you mean it's because of you that I'm in a main event? I've been here doing this for 16 years. It's not because of you. The people aren't here to see you. They're here to see me. I'm the one that defeated Rob Van Dam. I'm the one that did this. No, it's not because of you. This is my moment. But even if you... you know, you're not going to be yeah, a world champion. So he could have cut the same promo, but it could have been arguing with the head saying, like, you obviously don't hear it, but it would have been the head saying to him, you know, that the head's the reason that he's or anything Or if now. he didn't want to kind of, you know, build a feud that you're never going to pay off between him and head. Um, uh, you know, you don't have to tell me how, you don't have to remind me how big a night this is. I know, I've fought for 16 years to get to this point. I know what's at stake. I know how hard I've worked and we've worked to get here. I know everyone thinks that I don't deserve here and all the rest of it. Yeah, you could do exactly the same thing of, of you know, the head being his cheerleader and him kind of going, I don't need you to tell me how important this is. But instead we just had Sane Al Snow talking to the camera about very earnestly about what this is. Yeah. So I found that very weird. I found I've I found all the promos yeah. from these two just a bit weird. Again, the Shane Douglas lot. A lot of what Shane Douglas I, said is what Shane Douglas said in the ring. This is it though, and it, it's hard because you're also sort of selling a pay per view to someone that's already bought the pay per view. Yeah. And it's like this, this, you know, where was out, you know, when you were showing, you know, Shane Douglas against Taz last week and Shane Douglas against Taz the week before, where, where was these promos from Al Snow then or like similar? 
because we were saying like what even is the feud anymore and it's like don't suddenly tell me the match before that this feud's happening again when you've disregarded it for so long absolutely and we had the whole kind of you know First two, he's, he's not in my head he's not in my head he's not in my head so much so i'm not going to talk about it for the next three weeks yeah he just wasn't even bothered and he went into his pay-per-view and there wasn't no there wasn't any fear about the last time we thought you paid to be one, two, three. There wasn't anything. It was it was just another match. It was treated as another match. It felt like another match. And it was more the story was Shane Douglas was injured, more this is the last guy to pin the world heavyweight yeah. champion. It was all very much about what happens and next to Shane Douglas. Either Shane Douglas as a champion and he's injured, or Shane Douglas who loses the belt because he's injured and then has to start the rehab. Yeah. And I, I asked so, me with uh, the belt. You've already shown me the guy I want to see with the belt because he's already come out and, and got in Shane Douglas's face about it. Massively. Yeah, no. So um, the match itself, uh, again, you could tell Shane was in, injured. It did affect the match. I mean, they, they they both tried. It wasn't awful, but um, it didn't live up to it. And I do think, you know, you have to play a part with the injury. What was the one we saw the uh, recently because... with Shane Douglas where it looked as if he was carrying an injury as well? Was that... Uh, was that Bam Bam? Yeah, Bam, it was... Uh, was it November to remember where he fought Bam Bam? It wasn't a tag team match, was it? No, I think it was, it was Bam partner. Bam. I think it was where he beat Bam Bam for the championship. And again, just didn't look yeah, That was it because they, afterwards, they were almost talking like he was going to retire after it because he was so yeah. injured. Wasn't it? Where he was laying on the ring. He wasn't celebrating. He was laying dead on the ring when everyone yes. was celebrating. Yeah, and there was this weird bit before yeah, that, out yeah, where they Bam kind Bam. of seemed to be psyching him up and... Francine looked upset and yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I thought better. Yeah, no, 100%. That. So that was. Um, overall feeling of the pay per view? Uh, I mean, you know, I love a palooza. Um, I, I think it was. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's, in essence, it's a one-match show. It's RVD versus Sabu. Um, yeah, uh, the BWO match was was nice. It wasn't bad. It was probably better than you expect it to be. Just incredible. Mikey Whipwreck's good, but you've seen it a million times already. Candido Storm versus the chair swing, chair swinging freaks uh, was was a, a, a solid match. Uh, Bigelow and New Jack was a bit of a mess because of all the things we've talked about. Dreamer and Sandman versus Dudley Boys, I felt was hugely skippable because, um, and I feel I say this a lot about Sandman matches at the moment because this is exactly the same criticism I gave with him versus Sabu, but it's not in the top 10 of Dudley Boys, Tommy Dreamer, Sandman matches. And you've probably already got 10 you can pick from plus more to come. Um, and I thought Shane Douglas did a, a, a decent job in the match. I thought the Shane Douglas out snow match was decent. I loathed the ending that we've not talked about yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it's RVD and Sabu for me is the is the number one. 
Massively. And, uh, yeah, I'd agree. I think that's the standout match. But, yeah, I did kind of shoot past. And you're right. Do you want to save that for um, next week? Well, I think next week it looks looks like a recap. So, I think we've got a week to dissect this card and have a think about it and sort of see if our views change ever so slightly. See if we can get to the truth of the matter. Oh, I like it. Trust me, come back um, next week, you'll find yeah, that was really this... clever. <laughs> but for now, that was um, Extreme Palooza, Rewind Palooza. And um, yeah, obviously, get involved in the conversation, as we all do. Check out at underscore Sports Arena on Twitter and Instagram. That is where you'll find us doing everything extreme if you want to see what extreme wrestlers are doing now. If you want to see extreme wrestlers you didn't know were in ECW, you can check out stories on Instagram. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. It's um, it's a pretty decent. And if you ever hit us up and want to talk about ECW, we will always get back to you because um, we love to talk about ECW. And at the moment, if you want so, to share your Tracy Smothers you. memories and thoughts and everything, you know, part of the beautiful thing about this community is we can keep, you know, memories like that alive, and he did some amazing stuff. So, so get in touch, share with us what you thought, what your favorite parts of Tracy's mothers were. Uh, and if you're not sure if you've got a favorite part, Google the man because I tell you, he did some amazingly bizarre and interesting stuff. You won't believe half the stories. Yeah, well said, 100%. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, 